So what are some of the highlights for you over the last year? You know, I think one of your biggest things is like have fun with it, like enjoy the journey, have fun with what you're doing. Don't just make it a job, make it something you enjoy. And so I'm finding different ways of like, how do I have fun in my Facebook group? How do I fun creating content? I used to hate creating content. <laughs> and it's because I used to think of it as, okay, it has to be this, this and that versus, oh, how can I have fun with it? Mm-hmm. And so it's like reshaping, reframing some of those things to do it in a way that works for you. It's your business. So like, do it in the way that you want to do it. Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast, which I am super excited to bring to you today because we get to talk to one of my favorite people, Nikki Mahan. She is a dear friend and client, and I'm so excited for you to hear about her story, what she is up to in the world, how she helps people, and she's going to share a little bit about our journey as well and what it's been like to work together, the progress that she's made, and how she's been able to develop her business throughout all of this. So Nikki, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So right off the bat, I want to give you a pop quiz and let you share with everybody what you do, how you help people. Um, So fill us in. Yes, absolutely. So I am a gut health coach. I help highly stressed women who are dealing with a lot of stress, obviously, and um, also a lot of bloating, cramping, nausea, a lot of those digestive issues. I help them to learn how to eat differently so that they're able to enjoy their meals uh, without that discomfort that they typically experience. Ooh, that's huge. So people that are high achievers, probably busy all the time, love food, but are feeling like crap when they eat it. Exactly, exactly. And then Coach Nikki comes in and saves the day, and you basically teach them how to be able to eat the foods that they love, but not have all that crappy side effects that like bloating and discomfort and nausea and cramping. Exactly. Exactly. Amazing. So tell us a little bit about how you got into this work, because I know you're really passionate about it and I know your story behind it. And I would love for everybody to hear this because it's got a really big meaning for you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I actually got started with my grandma, my Gma, as I call her. She is the best. She's hey, G Ma. She's gonna listen to this, right? She is. Yes. <laughs> so definitely say hey, hey, G Ma. So basically, a decade or so ago, she really started to deal with a lot of just overall health issues, just kind of like mysterious health issues, um, and it really started with her not being able to eat a lot of foods. A lot of the foods that she would eat would make her feel super, just like, just bad. She would have a lot of bloating, but also a lot of pain, a lot of just issues. And it would not just be in her stomach and her digestive system. It would be all throughout her body. She would be, you know, just overall pain. She would be very tired. 
really fatigued. And so just not having the energy um, that she used to have. And she, you know, would go to the doctors and everybody would run her labs and they would say, okay, good news. Your labs are fine. You know, nothing we can do, nothing we need to do because your labs are fine. But she felt so bad. So she knew that, you know, it doesn't matter that the labs are fine. I still feel like crap. So, you know, what, what can I do? And so at that point, you know, she had gone to so many different doctors and it really became my mission to figure out what was going on with her. And so um, I started to just go into like, listen to a lot of different health podcasts and read different books. And that's where I stumbled upon the certification, the integrative health uh, practitioner certification, where it teaches you to look at the root cause, not just looking at certain symptoms and not just going off of what the doctor says. Because a lot of times the doctors, you know, they, they do the best that they can, but they are taught with a certain frame of mind. And so it's, it challenges, teaches you to kind of challenge the way that they're looking at things. And so we look at things from a whole person perspective, like looking at all the things together, what's kind of happening, you know, how is that fatigue connected to the fact that she gets really bloated and she gets, you know, she has a lot of cramping. How are all those things related? So I went and I got my certification and that's where I was exposed to functional medicine labs. And that's where you look at the, it's not just, you know, we have the the conventional medicine, which has different labs you can run and they have a certain range and the range will tell you whether or not you have a disease, but there's a big window there where maybe you don't have the disease you know, you're not diagnosed with the disease, but you really don't feel good. So there's like a middle ground. And then there's a another window where it's like, we are not feeling great, but we don't have a disease. So in conventional medicine, it's like, what can we do? Can't do anything. Um, but in functional medicine, we look to understand, okay, what are we doing when we're not in that ideal range? If we're a little bit outside of the ideal range and we're not feeling good, what might our bodies be telling us that, you know, is off and how can we start to address that? And so um, that's kind of where I got, I got more exposure to understanding really what's going on on at the root cause level. And then also how do we address that? So it's not going to just be supplements that we're taking to address it. We need to look at the lifestyle. We need to look at how are you managing your stress? Um, What kind of stress are you under? Uh, What kind of foods are you eating? Of course. And what does your what does your exercise look like? You know, what is your sleep looking like? All that kind of stuff. What is your mindset looking like? Mm-hmm. That part is huge, especially if you've been sick your whole life, it becomes an identity. So all of that, just learning how all of those things play into how we start to, to feel and how that plays into like your gut health. And so that's really, really where I got started. And even actually just stepping back a little bit before that, before I got to the point of figuring out how to fix the problem, mm-hmm. um, I was really big on making sure my grandma was able to just participate in daily life without feeling like ostracized or, you know, just just excluded. And so when it would come time for, you know, Thanksgiving and, and Christmases and Easter, um, most of the family would be eating one thing, but I made sure that even though my grandma couldn't eat what we were eating, that she would eat something that she enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I figured out, okay, grandma, you said you can only eat five types of foods. Okay, what can we do with these five types of foods and make something you want? And so that's, that's kind of where I started. And that's actually how I came up with the sweet potato brownie recipe that um, she loved. It was for her 70th birthday. And um, I got to experiment with different foods for her and um, get to learn what she likes and, you know, how we can make some some maybe some boring sounding food, a little bit more exciting. Um, and that's where it started. Wow. I love that. I love when there's a story behind it because it just always carries so much more meaning and purpose. 
Discovery calls are your opportunity to help somebody say yes to changing their life. And I bet you wish you knew how to get more of those yeses on the calls, because really that's what you're there to do. You're there to help somebody say yes to the transformation that you can help them achieve. So wouldn't it be great if you knew exactly how to prepare for the call, exactly what to do on the call, how to have the money conversation on the call, like all the things that you would need to know in order to make the call a success. Well, I have something just for you, a complimentary workshop coming up called Nail the Sale, exactly what you need to say to reach 100K. This is everything you need to know to master discovery calls, how to prepare for the call, the mindset of the sale, exactly what to do on the call, what to do to handle objections, how to have the money conversation, how to receive payment on the call. This is a three-day extravaganza that you don't want to miss out on because I'm telling you everything that you need to know about discovery calls so that you can reach that 100K mark because that's exactly how I did it and I want to share all my secrets with you. So grab the link in the show notes. Join us on September 19th, 20th, and 21st to get everything you need to know to nail the sale. I want to highlight something that I think is really important about you. You are a foodie. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. a lot of that story has to do with the fact that you being a foodie were like, I love Gma enough that I do not want her to have to not feel comfortable at Thanksgiving and at family get togethers um, where she feels like she's not able to eat something that she enjoys. So it's a little bit of like love for Gma and a little bit of love for food combined that really helped you show up powerfully for her. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and actually my foodiness, <laughs> definitely it's, it's a family, it's a family trait. Like my family loves food, but also I love to travel. And every time I go to a new country, I've been to like 20, about a little over 20 countries. And every time I go to a new country, I get a, a new like cookbook. And so I like to like do more, like learn more about that specific cuisine. I like to like really try different foods when I'm there, go to like a little, you know, hole in the wall places, with the authentic recipes and, you know, just try different things. And so that's actually how I found the sweet potato brownie recipe. I remember I was living in Ireland for a few months. And so I actually had my grandma come out to Ireland. We went from Ireland, we traveled across Spain, but in Ireland is where we, um, we ran across at a farmer's market, sweet potato brownie. So I didn't have the recipe, but she was like, oh, you know, this sweet, this brownie is gluten-free because we're kind of trying to find gluten-free options for my grandma. She was like, this is gluten-free. It's made out of sweet potato. And I was like, what? How is that even possible? And so I like, you know, that was like planted in my, in my mind, the seed was planted. And then, you know, we went about, you know, our adventure in Ireland and all that. And a few years later, when it came time for her 70th birthday, I was like, grandma, what, do you want for your, you know, what do you want to eat? And she was like, you know, I really want some cake or like brownies or something, but I'm just, you know, I can't eat that. I'm like, don't you worry, Gma. I got you. <laughs> and that was when the seed was planted and it started to come back and you went, oh, I can yeah. stick this out with sweet potatoes. Exactly. Exactly. So I just went on Pinterest and I was, you know, I looked on, okay, sweet potato brownies and they had different things she couldn't eat. So I found other swaps for those things. And uh-huh. it's like a process of just, swapping different things out, experimenting. I had, I'm a um, chemical engineer. And so I do a lot of experiment. I've done a lot of experiments in my life. So my kitchen was just like overflowing with a bunch of different recipe combinations. And it turned out really, really good. 
I have another, I have a friend who's very similar. She graduated with chemical engineering um, and she, she's such a foodie and she loves the kitchen. And she was like, everything I learned is actually what I, how I'm so good in the kitchen. Exactly. Design of experiments. Yep. (laughs) Love that. So it actually came from Ireland. It sounds like. Yeah, it did. It did. That's awesome. I didn't know that you had lived there for three years. So, or three years, Yeah, (laughs) a couple months. Um, So you also, I believe, have another chickpea recipe that's like a big deal. What's that one? I actually have a couple, but I started with my chickpea cookies. And, you know, I don't tell people they're made of chickpeas before they try it because they won't try it. But basically, instead of having the flour, um, we just use chickpeas to kind of make that dough. And then it's like peanut butter in there. It's really good. Or you can use almond butter. But I had the chickpea cookie recipe that I had refined for a couple of years. And then I decided, you know what, let me do a chickpea blondie. And that one was really good. <laughs> so I think that's my new, I think that's my new, my new go-to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know a lot of your clients have loved that. And that's a big hit. So, um, and I think it's really important because these are still things that people can love and enjoy and appreciate. Just like for Gma's 70th, like she was able to have something that really satisfied her in that way, but wasn't going to irritate her and make her, you know, cause her to feel, because I think, and you said it earlier, mindset is so big for people because they've normalized feeling crappy because they've just felt crappy for so long and they don't realize that they can feel better. And what they see as the hurdle is like, they don't want to give up the foods that they love. And so I think a lot of people keep themselves in this state of suffering, not realizing they can actually still enjoy food and feel better. It doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. Exactly. Exactly. That's a hundred percent the case. And also just one more thing on top of that is if you look at the, you know, majority of the world with the longest living populations, you know, the blue zones, right. And if you look at those populations, they have some of the most amazing tasting food and they're super healthy. They're living the longest. And it's because they don't have so much of the overly processed things that we have gotten accustomed to in the U.S. that we now our taste buds think, you know, we Mm -hmm. think they taste good because that's what they've been trained to to like look for. Um, But really just get back to like just good quality foods. You can really just enjoy it. So, yeah. So, so promising for people, I hope for anybody who's listening, they're really, cause that, that was a game changer for me. When I got certified to become a health coach, it was on the, the tail end of my own personal journey of realizing there were things I couldn't eat. And I was that person who was really mad about the fact that I couldn't eat those. And I didn't want to move in that direction of feeling better because I had to give up things that I love. And then when I realized actually food tastes a lot better, mm-hmm. like so much better when you are not junking it up and not, and it takes some time. That transition for your taste bud takes some time, but oh my gosh, it's so worth it because you can still enjoy food and you feel good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So how's Gma doing now? Gma is great. She is great. We're actually going, I'm taking her through my protocol as if she's my client. Um, so it's been a, you know, it's been a few years, sometimes it's a little difficult, just there's a lot going on with family and and just trying to make sure that they have the right environment in order to make changes. And I apologize. My dog has found something under my desk to tear up. So (laughs) (laughs) this is real life. This is a real life podcast. Real Real things happen. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Oh, he's a key. He's the main character over here. Um, He is, right? (laughs) 
but yeah, so she is doing great. She is going through the protocol, um, just making sure that it's a change of different foods, right? And um, using an app. So we use an app to communicate. So just some things I think trying to bring family into your systems might be a little bit. With, with, with family? Yes, yes, exactly. But she's going through it. She started with the protocol and my mom's going through it as well. We mm-hmm. ran tests for both of them and we saw the, um, you know, the um, imbalances in their digestive system. So having a um, community to go with is really, really helpful. So um, my mom's doing it with her. So they're, they're in the month one of the, of the protocol and they're doing really well. That's yeah. So exciting. Good. Yeah. So now I want to transition into, I love the work that you do and I love that you got to share about that, but I want you to also be able to brag about the version of you that you are now. Yeah. I'll help you do that because I've been able to witness this happening, this becoming, and I'm talking to a very different woman than I was last year at this time. It's been, I would say it's been about a year and a half, I think that we've been working together. And as I was sharing with you earlier, the progress that you have made is absolutely beautiful. Witnessing your journey has been awesome. So why don't you share a little bit from your end where you were when we first met, like where you were at in your business? Yeah. So when I when I first met you, I was actually driving to St. Louis, where I'm from, and I was listening to a summit and you were on the 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 panel, the panelists. And I was listening to a bunch of people, everybody's really good, but then I I heard you speak. I was like, who is this woman? So I told my sister, like, write her name down, like, write down these notes. We need to figure out how we can, like, you know, follow her and all that. So um, that's how I first met you before you met me. (laughs) And so that is when I'm trying to also remember, I can't remember if I had left my previous job or not. So I worked at a biopharma company Mm -hmm. and um, I've been in my new job for about a little over a year might have just transitioned. I think you did both at the same time because you moved to your new apartment and you had your new job and the new job was a lot further away from the apartment that you had decided on and it all kind of happened at the same time yes exactly thank you remember that yep so there's been a couple of things so then I'll come back to that the job part um which is pretty I think key in my journey too and so you know before, I think I, I saw it as I had this thing that I wanted to become a business that I wasn't really truly feeling like it was a business. And sometimes I would, um, you know, I would say it's a business, but I don't know if I felt it. <laughs> and so, so um, you know, when I first started, it was really like a lot of just, you know, am I doing the right things? Just a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as we worked together and also, you know, I, but I also had this really strong desire. I knew I wanted to have this business. I knew I wanted to leave my job at some point. I did, I think at the beginning, put a lot of pressure on myself to leave my job. And I saw things in not a beneficial way to, to that. You know, I kind of saw my job as holding me back. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing you helped me to do was to see that, see as the benefit of what is my job allowing me to do. And that really also helped take the pressure off of myself and just allow myself to develop as a business business owner instead of, you know, just trying to hurry up and speed through the process and quit my job. <laughs> it's, it's And I'm so glad you brought that up because that is where, and, and I did it myself, like we can all get in this mode of like, oh, it's not happening yet. It's not happening yet. But yeah. when you really take a step back and you're like, okay, sure, I don't want to be in my job forever, but it's also helping me do the things that I want to do without extra pressure of like, needing it to happen right now. 
right? The strong desire is there. I'm not saying the strong desire, but like if it doesn't turn into a full-fledged six-figure business by tomorrow, you're still okay. And I think what happens with people is they rob themselves of the joy of the journey when they're putting that pressure on themselves because nothing feels good. Nothing feels fun because when you're in your job, you're like, I don't want to be here. And when you're in your business, you're like, this isn't good enough for me yet. And so you're kind of in this like, ugh, anywhere you're yeah. at versus let me just appreciate my job for what it's allowing me to do right now as I grow my business at a pace that feels good and doable for me. Hey, I'm interrupting you real quick because I know you're enjoying this podcast and I know you're listening to this podcast because you care about your business. You care about the people you work with and you want to help people. As a matter of fact, you want to help more people. But I bet you often ask yourself, where am I going to find clients? And I've got your answer. I have a free training video for you. It is called 33 Places to Find Clients, and it comes with a workbook where you can take notes on all the 33 places that I give you. So I want you to get this downloaded. It's free. Get it today because ultimately it's going to help you understand where to go every day to interact with people so that you can start to get more clients and help more people, which is the goal of all of this. So go to healthystepswithnicole.com backslash 33 places, download it. Watch it. I can't wait to hear from you and hear what you think about it because this is going to be a game changer for you to know every day where you need to go and what you need to do to find more people to become your clients. Okay, now back to the show. Exactly, exactly, yes. And I got to see you really do that in a, because I, I know, and I, I at first it's like, <gasps> and then I still remember last year at this time, we were in Hilton Head, you know the story because I always tell it. You were meeting some of the women for the first time that were all getting to the retreat. Everybody was arriving that night. And one of the women said to you, what do you do? And you were like, well, and you started describing your corporate job. And I crossed the room was like, eh, hold on. Because as you've learned now, part of the transition happens because you start to assume the identity of the woman that you're becoming. Yeah. Right. We have to be her in order to become her. And I saw that really start to shift in you. Because I think it was really just a, a mindset shift that started to happen. Like, let me be more of her now. And and I started yeah. to see you step into that in a bigger way. So why don't you share a little bit about that? What was your your journey in that like? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I always had my identity in my corporate job before. And so really shifting it to that CEO ad- identity was huge. So I think, and that was even um one of my intentions coming out of Hilton Head is like, I want to feel like the CEO of my business. And, yep. and I did, and I began, I began to become it just over the next few months and, you know, like a year later. Right. And I'm, I truly do feel like the CEO of my business. And so which is kind of yeah, making that shift was very important for me mm-hmm. and understanding that this is the health coaching and business owner is like a part of this identity. And it's just, you know, you move differently and, and think yeah. differently. And so, and like I've pointed out to you recently, the level of questions that you ask are different. The activities that you're doing in your business are different. I mean, you are a CEO, you have team meetings, you have a VA that works for you. You have other contractors that are doing projects for you. Like you legit have really stepped into this in a bigger way than ever. Your meetings with clients, you know, your community that you're growing, like all of these are things that a year ago we were not having conversations about. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Right? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Like I had never hired out before. I had never hired anything. I didn't have, like my Facebook community now has about 160 people in it. I had probably 15 <laughs> the last year. So just give, give us a shout out. What is it? What's it called? 
Yes, it's called the Digestion, Nutrition, and Stress Support for IBS Warriors. So it really it really um, touches on each of the key topics of of how are we getting um, how are we starting to feel better. So managing our stress, fixing our nutrition, um, really you know fixing our our digestion. So. You can find it. Um, we'll make sure we have that in the show notes for everybody yeah. who wants to join it. If you are a listener and you are experiencing the bloating, the cramping, the nausea, the discomfort, Coach Nikki is your girl. So get into her group because she's got some great content in there. So, yeah, I mean, even that, it's like the growth of that community, what you've done. I mean, there's so many things in your business that have helped you step into this role in a bigger way. What are some of the things over the last year, year and a half of us working together that have surprised you? I would say probably one of the biggest ones is like the mindset, like work. Mm -hmm. It's so important and it changes how you show up. And, you know, I think one of your biggest things is like have fun with it, like enjoy the journey, have fun with what you're doing. Don't just make it a job, you know, make it something you enjoy. And so I'm finding different ways of like, how do I have fun in my Facebook group? How do I have fun creating content? I used to hate creating content <laughs> just because of I got I it to, now. Yeah. And it's because I used to think of it as, okay, it has to be this, this and that versus, oh, how can I have fun with it? Mm-hmm. And so it's like re- reshaping, reframing some of those things to do it in a way that works for you. It's your business. So like do it in the way that you want to do it. You don't have to, you know, do it how your boss says you have to do it because you don't have a boss you're your boss you are the boss you You are are the boss boss. yeah 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 it is and like you said it's not you don't want to just go through the motions and check the boxes because then it's you could go get a job this isn't a job this is you being the owner of your business calling the shots being creative in the way that feels best for you yeah yeah i see you doing that more and more and the people that you're working with the clients that you're working with to help them like it's just incredible to hear your stories. You know, we, we talk on Voxer a lot when you've got people who are like chomping at the bit, who are ready, who are excited, who are interested. It's like, you're seeing the impact that you're making by stepping into this role, by owning that mindset, by really working on the version of you that you're becoming. It's serving everybody. Exactly. Exactly. So what are some of the highlights for you over the last year? I think, you know, one of the things I love is the community, just like all the amazing ladies who are doing amazing things. And it's cool when you're able to see how, you know, like even just there was someone in the community that had a family member that had digestive issues and just even being able to talk to her because, you know, she really cared about her family member, her aunt. And so, you know, I'm talking to her and I'm seeing, you know, she really wants to get better. She really wants help. And she's been seeing that like, you know, she's been feeling hopeless for years, right? And it's just like, but being able to show her it's possible and being able to have that community where we're able to work, you know, refer each other, we're able to help each other and like help the people that mean so much to us in our communities by connecting them with other health coaches. Mm-hmm. So I think that was, that's been really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, changing how I see selling, you know, like selling is serving, really putting myself out there and letting people know what I do. Like, I think I used to be very timid about talking about what I do, but it's like, you're helping people by showing them what's possible. So I think that's really, that's been really, really cool. Yeah. Sharing about it, talking about it is really serving others by bringing it to their awareness and their attention that there's something that might benefit them. Yep. Amazing. So some of the highlights have been community, you stepping into uh, this new mindset, this new CEO role, What's next for you? Where are you focused? What are you going to be working on coming up? 
Yeah, I'm continuing to really pour into my community and to really launch, you know, my next round of of my um, coaching program. Mm-hmm. In this program, like, I'm just so excited because it's it's like you know how you see over the years things begin to get come together and get bigger and better. Like I have like an arsenal of amazing recipes that I've tried with so many different people and just being able to teach other people how to use those recipes to enjoy what they're eating and still like and feel better. And I'm excited to teach people more about like functional medicine and like how I can how we use labs to help understand what's going on inside of their body so that they're we can start to fix the imbalances. So I'm really I'm looking forward to speaking more on that, educating people on that. Yeah, really helping people to step into like, you know, what does the life that they want to live feel that freedom of being able to eat foods that they've always wanted to eat and have been too afraid to eat or foods that they used to love. Um, just really excited to help more people to do that. Amazing. I feel the passion from you. So knowing that one of the things that has really helped you over the last year has been you stepping into community and and having a coach, what would you say about your experience of us working together? And what would you say to somebody who is considering that? Yeah, absolutely do it. Absolutely do it. Because I think for a number of reasons, it's really hard to even articulate all the reasons. But for example, one, you know, just having being able to see what's possible and other people doing it helps you to kind of keep going when you see that they have the same struggles as you, but then they have, they start to win, then you see that you can win too. And so I think that's really, really important. And just having that support. um, And also like having, keeping this top of mind, treating it like a business, Mm -hmm. you know, you have meetings um, with work. If you're in the nine to five, you have meetings with work, you know, every day, multiple times a day, right? But if you're not having meetings with your business, whether it's like, you know, a support community or, or, you know, a coach specifically, like accountability and all that kind of stuff, then it's like you can start to push things off a little bit. And I think it's really important to just have um, those touch points to keep things moving so you don't skip, you don't stay stuck, you keep it top of mind, you keep uh, pushing forward. So, yeah. Yeah. Keeping it right there on the forefront, knowing it's something you're working towards, having that accountability to get there. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Nikki, for sharing everything for, you know, just like I can feel your excitement around everything that you're doing. And I'm so happy for you and so excited for the people who are going to get the benefit of working with you because I know what a game changer this is. And thank you for doing the work that you do in this world. It's super important. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you for helping us to really step into our fullest potential and really get out there and into the world. So we appreciate you. That's what it's all about, making this world a healthier place. Awesome. Well, we will have links to your Facebook group and places where people can connect with you. If they want to reach out and send you a message, where's the best place for them to do that? Yes, absolutely. On Instagram, it's at Nicole E. Mahan, N-I-C-O-L-E-E-M-A-H-A-N. Also on Facebook, you can find me in my Facebook community, which is the Digestion and Stress um, and Nutrition Support for IBS Warriors, which will include the link. And also, if anybody is looking for some free recipes, I have some desserts. I have some amazing recipes that I can share that will help you to still find new foods that won't um, cause you to have all that bloating and and, um, those those issues. So if that's something you're looking for, we can absolutely um, give you the link for that as well. Awesome. Well, we'll make sure we put that in the show notes as well. It sounds like there's some of those good, maybe sweet potato brownies or chickpea cookies that might be in there. Amazing. Absolutely. 
Thank you so much, Coach Nikki, for being here, for sharing your experience. And everybody, thank you for listening. So appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. All right, that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, HealthyStepsWithNicole.com. I would love to hear from you, and I can't wait.